0: The tour content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. Okay, so this is day or part three of Telem Zion, and I am feeling confident about landing the plane. Okay, so our mission is to review what we did last time with the Me'iri. Then we did not finish the eerie on the last four psukum, so we'll finish that and then really try to hone in on the Adler's four questions to try to like get a solid understanding. Maybe not all four, but the, the main ones. Okay, and I think the best way to review it, you know, last time I reviewed the whole thing uh, in um, before we did the analysis, I think I want to do... Pasuk English and then the idea. Pasuk English and then the idea, because that'll ease us into the the frame of uh into the mode here. Okay, so it's gonna be a little bit review slash development as we go. Okay, so LeDavid Adonoi Ori V'yishi Mimi Ira Mimi Ira Adonoi Mimi So of David, Hashem is my light and my salvation. Who will I fear? Hashem is the stronghold of my life. Who of whom will I be afraid? Who, who will I be afraid of? Okay, so. This was the main idea. <laughs> okay, right. So the Mi'iri says in his first comment that, uh, that my life is referring to my soul, right? This is the Mi'iri on Aleph. Um, he says, um, uh, where did he start off? Uh, yeah, so it actually starts with Mimira <laughs> Mimi according to this explanation. <laughs> oh, sorry, I totally forgot the theme. Okay, we have to reread the Miri's uh, statement of the theme here. Okay, so the, the Miri's statement of the theme is in the beginning. <laughs> Seems like like um, like David said this, Mizmor in a general manner. <laughs> As a tefillah to have help from his enemies. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and to make known his trust in God. Okay, hold on just one second. I just want to pause this for one second here. Okay, so it's a tefillah to be helped uh, against his enemies and to make known his trust in God. V'chein lo and so, also to make known shelo hay sakavanas of the tefillah la kavanas srarav that his intent in tefillah is not for the sake of authority and victory, o kavod v'tanug, or honor and enjoyment of al kavanas shiyuka Lahashlim nafsho nafsho ulahashmi b'avodasa His only kavana is that he should be able to perfect his soul and persist and be you know uh, uninterrupted in the service of God. Okay, so based on that. The big move is when you first read the parak, you think that he's asking for physical protection from physical threats. But then you combine that intro with the statement of Chayai, the fortress of my soul, meaning my soul, soul. And what David's really asking for is he's saying that I want my soul to be free, to be able to be involved in perfection and not distracted and thrown off by these things going on around me. And then he says, Vakara. Okay, so it's called my life because that's the thing that lives eternally. All of this, the intent in all of this is to ask for divine help in the success of his perfection because he's afraid of the abundant uh, burdens uh, and distractions. Yeah, okay. So that's the theme of the parak. okay, is that he's saying, I want to remain constant with my involvement in perfection and not be thrown off by the distractions of my enemies, right? And that was a big move because um, we said that it, you know, the, the major, what was the major problem we had with the uh, the unity of the character? Like, what was the tension between the two uh, halves? Oh, yeah, it's like, uh, not quite, uh, the,
1: schizophrenia, huh? the,
0: schiz- the schizophrenia, right? Is that- yeah, the first half sounds very confident and the second half sounds very like fearful and uncertain, right? So, so what, the way we're explaining that now is saying that the first half is expressing the reality that like, as long as his soul is, uh, is not thrown off of its course in terms of saying one thing I ask from Hashem and that is what I request, that I sit in the house of Hashem all the days of my life to gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem and to seek after a sanctuary, as long as I can be involved in Torah and that's the only thing I'm requesting, then then uh, then anything that happens to me will be a, an instance of the obstacle is the way right where where anything that happens to me I can utilize to perfect myself and nothing can really uh, you know that's the um, uh, I, uh, that's the poem thing right the uh, what's the the line the only line I know of the poem is the one that I'm forgetting right now. I'm the master of my fate I am the captain of captain The captain of my soul, right? Exactly. Yeah. You know, so as long as you can be the captain of your soul and maintain your 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 uh your values without getting thrown off, so then nothing can harm you. Okay. So um I I alluded to this problem last time, but I do I I hadn't I didn't go into it because I didn't duke it out with Ken yet, but I did duke it out with Ken. Okay, so here's the here's the problem with that idea, okay? Is you know, if you take that to its ultimate conclusion, it would sound like he's saying it doesn't matter if my enemies defeat me because I can use that for my perfection. Okay, so then the question is, why is he asking Hashem to help him to defeat his enemies? Okay, now I answered that last time by saying, um, by saying that uh, that you know, even though you can utilize everything for your perfection, first of all, you don't know that you can stick with that. That's why we don't ask God for um, yeah for tests, right? For yisurim and sicknesses. Uh, and then also, like, uh, you know, just as a specific point, if you ask Ruby Akiva, Ruby Akiva, what would you rather be doing, learning or having your flesh combed to, to bits, right? He would say, I'd rather be learning, right? Now, it happens to be that when he was having his flesh combed to bits, then he reached the highest level of Ava Sashem, right? So, and that was the example I gave with Viktor Frankl in the concentration camp, that, um, that like, you can reach higher levels of perfection sometimes through these tests, but, like, you don't ask them, but Ken was not, was not, uh, um satisfied by that for some reason okay in other words he said like if david really believed in what he's saying he should accept whatever happens to him no matter what and use it for his perfection and shouldn't be asking for uh for this stuff I don't
1: that I agree with that, okay
0: i don't know if i agree with you either. I like, oh, I, I, I,
1: like, like the point that 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 me you said last week is what you're saying like, now oh, is that yeah, granted, I can use the bad things that yeah. happen, but that doesn't mean that like first of all that they're necessary per se, right? Right, but also that like, like it's like it's like we always say, you don't ask for like uh for for any sign, I mean, you don't right. ask for like a bad thing. So if you can, if you can, uh, can like make the games without like having to right. uh, suffer, yeah. in like in like a bad way, then like, I mean, I guess I guess the argument you can make back is like, well, maybe you can't make the same games if you're not if you're not like in it, you know. Right, and, I, I, and 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 and
0: that is the thing is that you, you do never know, right? right. But uh, yeah, I, I still, I I also not totally sold by his own. Maybe I'll have to have him Unless
1: like. He did.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am gonna give his
1: answer. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Also, like the fact that Doug was, was like asking him for help with these things is kind of like showing that even he like felt he felt it was necessary. Like he didn't think the, the right idea to like that degree that
0: like kind of saying that right okay so okay so that that is an alternative good answer which is that the very fact that he's asking for it means that he's and 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 the whole wavering in the second half shows that he's not confident that he's going to be able to maintain this level right so so maybe theoretically there is someone who could just accept all of reality and not need to ask this but that's not redundant okay here's ken's answer yeah no no go ahead go ahead
3: OK, I had a different kind of thought. I, I don't think this is a complete answer, sure. um, but I do think that there seems to be like an element of Kiddush Hashem and Hashem. It, He talks about the perspective of the enemies.
0: Yeah. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So so that was Ken's answer also. OK, uh, that's half of Ken's answer. OK, that the, the, the full Ken's answer is that um, that uh, this is not just about David okay um Thank you. you're welcome. uh that was good timing uh this is not just <laughs> this is not just about david and okay uh this is for all of the onlookers as well okay and he said the meiri says this explicitly that this is not just his own tefillah it's uh making known to the people who are going to be reading this and hearing this his bitachon and Hashem, and making known that his intention is just to perfect himself. Okay. So let's say you had a person who was on the level to just accept God's will no matter what happened, right? So that's very nice for them. But the problem is, how are you going to, what What are Claudius going to think, and what are the enemies going to think, right? So Claudius Yisrael is going to think this guy. I thought this guy was close to God, and God's going to protect him from stuff. And look at him just getting like thrashed about by his enemies, you know. Or the enemies saying, you know, this guy bragged about being the uh, the chosen of Hashem, and now he's being defeated, you know. So, in terms of David's own perfection, or in terms of an individual's own perfection, it's possible that you could have a person who could just accept whatever comes his way and convert it into a um, a, a means of his perfection. But that's not the only concern of David. He in this talem wants to make known these ideas, and and there is an idea that like if the person who is close to Hashem is not successful, that's that's a of Hashem, you know, and and so it needs to be manifest that that he is developing and that he, that Hashem is on his side for the sake of the people. So there is a tension between what he would ask for if it was just for himself and then like what uh what what he wants to make known to to these people yeah fine.
1: yeah i want to add to that yeah that there's there's even you know, like another layer it's more than just not being trash but that it's it's emphasized and clear that it's god doing it i mean it's like everything he's saying he's not saying like a, like you know allow me to raise above oh, my enemies yeah like, raise me up you know lift my head which is showing that like it would be one level to for him to like be saved and not be the guy who's the chosen one of God, and then flesh. But yeah. also making it abundantly clear that, it, that because people could look at him and say, "Oh, look, he's a he's a he's a chacham, he's a he's a he's a right? Yeah, like he's he's it's because of of like him and only him, in a sense. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay, he's, right, right, he's right, right, God, don't just right. like help me, but also make it very clear That, that it's not coming from it me. It okay, me that's
0: a good point. Out. Also, yeah, Isaiah.
2: Um. So I mean, I hear the answer, but. Why are so many of the requests like very like personal? Like he's asking, you know, God not to to like you know not hide His face from him and not to, to like turn away from him. Yeah, but also like to to guide him on the path, like a you know. Yeah, yeah, basically the same. Yeah,
4: Yeah, where do you see it all in this? Any idea, like, care? I mean, obviously David cares about other people, but within this parash specifically, where do you see that?
0: Okay, so this is the reason why I wanted to bring this up now before we review everything is because as we go through, I want to try to see the two strands of uh, of when David is asking between him and Hashem for his own soul to not waver. And then when he's asking for this to be made manifest to the other people. Okay. So that was, I just wanted to launch Ken's idea there. And again, whether or not we accept Ken's question, uh, then I, I think this is, the Me'iri is definitely saying this. And I think your question is a good question on the Me'iri, but, uh, but it remains to be seen in the psukim themselves, because if it doesn't play on the psukim, then I don't care that the Me'iri said it. Okay. All right. So let, let's now continue reviewing. Okay. Um, uh, Bikrov es Espasari. Sarai When evildoers approach me to eat my flesh, my tormentors and those who are enemies to me, they stumble and they fall. So Miri said, we didn't quite figure this out last time, something about how he's saying that he is so confident in identifying with his nefesh, right, that, and, and, and being able to convert any opposition into a use for his own perfection, that it's as if he's already won the battle. Okay, when they're coming, when they're approaching, Miri said it's as if they've already fallen, OK, they haven't already fallen. And in fact, we're going to see in a second, they're actually not going to fall. They're going to set up camp. Right. But it's as if that's the case. OK, That the added added in the word. Uh, it's a kilo, I think. OK. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if they set up a camp against me, my heart will not fear. Even if... Um, a, uh, they will rise. War will rise up against me. In this, I trust, meaning in this principle of Hashem is my light, my salvation, uh, and He's the stronghold of my soul. Okay, and then this is now where he says his main point one thing I've asked from Hashem uh, uh, it I have requested meaning it alone I've requested that I sit in the house of Hashem all the days of my life to gaze upon the pleasantness of Hashem and to seek after a sanctuary and the Miri underscored the fact that it has, this has to be the only thing you're looking for because if you're looking for anything else that's the first cracks in the edifice where you can then start valuing those other things and uh, and uh, and lose track of like wanting to perfect yourself and then and then it's all downhill from there um, as opposed to being uphill which is going say in the next podcast um five uh Um, for he will hide me in his shelter on the day of evil he conceals me in the recess of his tent on a rock he raises me up so um and then he goes on and says the ata and then oh sorry no hold on just a second so that is where the Iri says even when they actually on a yom raah, which sounds like they defeat him his head is still high, meaning they haven't touched his soul, right? I think that's where I brought in the poem last time, right? Okay, mm-hmm. now I found a new point. Okay. okay, Okay, so Pasuk says, and now he will raise up my head uh, over my surrounding enemies and I will sacrifice amid joyous cries. I will sing and make music to Hashem. Now, what, I, what idea, how does that fit in? Okay, other than being general telling me stuff like making music to a How does this fit into the themes we have established so far? Um, it's a very outward
1: uh, expression of uh, of God, of like appreciating God. Okay,
0: so that fits in with your point, right? Is he's yeah. giving credit to God. Yeah. Oh. So what would a normal king do in the case in this case where he defeats his enemies? Pat himself on the back and yeah. covered, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Right. And what is David doing?
1: Uh, Thanking God,
0: right through Zvachim and Shira, Okay, right. So which the and which is very public also. That's a good point also, right? So the, look at the Mitzudas David. Uh, I think he expresses this well. Uh, I gotta find it in the packet. Uh in Vav on the bottom right. uh, and now Hena. Uh, it's as if he's saying here. Despite all this. Uh, I've been um, preoccupied with war. And now I'm asking you to lift up my head above my enemies around. Um, so I would say that that means because he's going to be less distracted if he's beating his enemies. Ken would say because it's important for the people to see that that uh, that you know people who have b'tachanu Hashem are are uh, rewarded. Okay, um, and then he says. Bottom left next page that they don't do war against me anymore. The Ezbacha, the az, and then Ezbach Zvachim, the Aria, the Simcha, Yosir, Mi Ilu I will give Korbanos and and rejoice and, 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 and sing in joy more than if I went to war with the enemies and defeated them. In other words, what does he really want to do? he really wants to just be involved in, in Korbanos and Shevach to Hashem, right? Like that, that is, he wants more so than the defeating his enemies. And why does he want to defeat the enemies? Because that's an opportunity to be involved in, in Zvachim and, uh, and, uh, you know, and Shira, you know? So that's actually, now that I'm talking myself into this, that's actually a good um, uh, uh, example of how he plays out this obstacles the way thing, right? L'chathchila, I don't want my enemies to defeat me right? But if they encamp against me, I want to be able to keep my head raised above, right? And not be and not succumb to them. And now that we're in war, I want to beat them, not only so that I can be free from distraction again, which is what I start off with, but also so I can make a public of Hashem and be involved in avoda and Shira, which I wouldn't have been able to do if it weren't for that. Yeah,
1: right? Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it's not explicit
0: that he enemies. Anyway, so. Uh, so I think okay, my hunch is that he's getting it from the the ata uh, or the oz. Uh, that that's,
1: that's post
0: facto thing yeah, after he's uh, defeated uh, his or, enemies. Or or after he's
1: like gotten away.
0: Uh, that could be yeah that, yeah yeah right I yeah I, I feel like though that that's not raising my head around the surrounding enemies. I don't know. I'm not sure.
1: I was also trying to think about like, uh, like um like another another like aspect of of I guess like in the obstacles of like being defeated um but being alive means that you made it out. Yeah. Meaning like the difference between like like yes winning and losing like they're they're both uh like like winning is obviously better, but being defeated and being able to look back on it and right. to move past that yeah. you have made it out, which is right, which is in its, uh, in its own right like something that will uh like, you know, make you want to appreciate and want to show the credit. That's a
0: good point, also. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you're, you, if you do say the shot is being defeated and still doing this, then, yeah. then that is also supporting the idea. Yeah. 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 David?
2: It seems to be another instance of W's either tipping well or in capital and putting in what he sees as the object, like the goal overall here. Not just saying, like, can you get me out of a situation, but saying, can you get me out of a situation for a set purpose? Yeah. to be doing that yet again. I know
0: it's Oh, that, that's a good point, important. right? And and this is, uh, this is uh, I know I've said this a lot of times in our Tefillah here, but, like, when you daven and you put Bukashos in your Shimon Esrei, then the more you can explicitly frame it, honestly, but frame it in terms of God's values, so to speak, then the more you will transform your own values and reinforce that, you know, instead of just... What? his
2: car breaking down what
0: yeah the car, the car breaking down right yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah um see me if you want to know what that is all about <laughs> i don't know if it's public but okay all right um okay then okay so that takes care of the first half okay um the thing david wrote on the uh yeah okay yeah yeah david lister wrote a thing on uh on a car breaking down and then using that for our lot Hashem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so if you want that, then then uh, ask him or ask me. Okay. Um, so then we get into the second half, okay. So he says, Shema Ekra, the. Listen Hashem to my voice when I call, be gracious unto me, and uh, answer me. okay. Um and I think that Yuri didn't comment on that. Um L'cha amar libi bakshufanai espanacha hashem avav hashem avakesh Okay, that's the confusing pasuk. So let's just reread the Meiri here, okay? Because he, he kind of uh, says that his approach is better than everyone else. L'cha amar libi bakshufanai nearly. Uh, this seems to me to the Meiri klomar kishyanim avakeish kavodu suraram Uh Oh, as I read this, ask yourself why is David saying this? Okay, so uh, especially you ask that. Okay. Kesha ni mavakish kavodu srar me isham. When I'm asking for honor and authority from the people, adchani omer lahem shi Vi Vakuni tamin, to the point where um, they are constantly seeking my my uh, like audiences with me and and uh, and appearing before me constantly. Inzak kavanami many the Sararas atmi. I don't want this for my own authority. Vakasha's kavod and for kavod. But my heart, the, my utmost desire and plan, so that, is so that my fear should be upon them, so that they will seek your countenance, they will seek you, and to fulfill your, the words of your Torah, and the word to you, or for you, as for your sake. Klomar, meaning to say, <laughs> when I tell them to seek my countenance, it's for your glory. And turn, consequently, that when I say to them to seek my countenance, I am seeking your countenance. So that's what it means when it says I am seeking your countenance. All the other mafarshim had a hard time with this. Okay, so. Why is he saying all this stuff about like, no, when it really, when I want people to honor me, it's really not for me. It's for you. And I'm getting them to honor you. Why is he talking about this? Yeah. I mean,
2: that seems to make this like a reasonable thing to grant. To, yeah. To grant this request. Where if it is, as you were saying, if it's just for David himself, then right. it doesn't happen for you right Uh, this is for god's sake then okay and then very similar with Moshe and asking for certain things that it would just destroy me right things would look
0: a certain way right so one answer is that he's in the same way that he's reframing his desire to defeat his enemies um he's reframing his relationship to kavod to be in line with that one thing that he requests okay that's one answer yeah
2: yeah, I mean, similar to that, it, it sounds similar to Shlomo slum the left asking for asthma. Yeah, was really applicable to him, but
0: really right I to be like able to serve, serve the, the people. people. Yeah, yeah, that's another good model. Yeah, yeah, Isaiah. It?
2: It's also that he doesn't really need to have this cover for his own purpose, but like for the people's sake, he's saying like, you know, he wants their cover. He wants it, He wants them to have his cover, like for their sake, just like how he wants him to be his enemies. Okay. For their
0: sake. Okay. That is also true. So, no, so another personally t- he doesn't care if
2: he defeats them. Okay, right. He
0: doesn't care if he gets covered, but he knows that people will honor Hashem more if he gets, <clears throat> if they if they fear the king. Yeah. Okay. So what what so here was what I was getting at? What would Ken say? Well, yeah, I was trying to remember what his
1: travels, I are from yeah. life, so. like, I can't mean, remember I can't remember what you said like ten minutes yeah. ago. I don't remember. You want me to repeat it? (laughs) So
0: Ken was saying that there are two threads in this, in this minisum. One is David asking for help in reframing his own values. The other is this is a public tefillah to publicly frame things. So for here, it's important that the people know that, that he's not demanding kavod for himself. The only reason he wants kavod is so that he can lead the people to honor Hashem. And it's not for his own sake. You know, yeah. So that's to
1: the God?
0: that's the thing is that um, he's talking to God, but the tefillah is for the people to say, right? Right. David wrote these for for all of us to say. Uh-huh. So it's, it is an odd little uh, paradox as wrong Like,
2: before requesting to God to. To do something that will have a good effect in, in the people.
0: You could say that also. That, that, that's what I would have said without, without, without Ken. Yeah. Yeah, Devin.
2: I mean, if you're going to say this is for the people to be saying it, then it also gives them reason to be doing this thing. If they see an overall objective, an overall good, right. doing things in service of God, then great. Right. I don't see it for WML himself.
0: Yeah, in other words, and and it's it's also it's their. I mean, ideally, their role model, right? This is what David is. Uh, this is what our king is doing. He just he doesn't want any of his own kavod. He just wants to, uh, you know, uh, to give glory to Hashem. You know, yeah, like you see. I mean, this is a Lahav deal, and I'll call you after that tomorrow. Lahav deal, like uh, what? I don't know how many people have been following the news, but like what have what qualities did have people been praising Elizabeth the most for? Length of life. Yeah, that's not really praise. That's more like wow. Um, <laughs>
2: doing
0: things Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, modesty. Yeah, modesty, loyalty, and self-effacing, like being a symbol for the for the people. Like like Davka downplaying her own uh like not taking political positions, not self-aggrandizing, not putting herself out there. So if you can imagine, and that's just like common people admiring her for that, can you imagine if someone if, if like she was doing that in order to like give glory to God, you know, and like direct people to a voter's gem and learning and perfecting yourself. Like, you know, it's something that like people can perceive because the thing is, is when you see a celebrity who is getting all this on, I mean, you see this in celebrities really more than, than, than Queens who die. Cause you don't really see Queens who die most of the time. <laughs> um, but we look around at celebrities and, and people talk about like the, like the, um, the celebrities who like are like live modest lifestyles. I think it has a greater effect because people think to themselves, well, if I were in that situation, I would love all of the, the publicity and the attention. And when this person is not seeking it, but like, you know, like the Angelina Jolie's of the world who are like completely not interested in the spotlight and are only interested in like, just like going, doing charity behind the scenes or whatever, you know, then like people are moved by that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, tomorrow and then Khan after that. Yeah, tomorrow.
3: It's just a complimentary point to this Tfila. I mean, I think you could also say this is a... Uh, in addition to this being um something that people will learn that David intended, um also I mean like even if he had the idea, it makes sense for him to still say it. Like that's right, very to be
0: That's definitely true, right? And and we're gonna see his support for that at the in the last pasuk, in the final pasuk of talking to himself.
1: Okay, yeah, hi. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if this was an idea that we said in this character or yeah. something else, but like um he could also be uh, like reaffirming what he wants to hold on to as well. Like, like yeah. How he wants to hold on to.
0: That's how I prefer so, to learn it.
1: Yeah. 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 So by saying that, like, um, that, like, uh, like, this is really so that I can bring about, like, this mass case shame. Yeah. Then, like, it's like a reminder. Of, yeah. Like, I, a, I,
0: to I I, me, that's that. the smoothest reading. Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah? say
2: Ken I'm not sure that I... I'm getting it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know what I'm going to do? Hold on just a second. Hold
1: um, no, no, no. Nah.
0: I don't know if he's going to be available, but um, just <laughs> um, a second. Uh, live. Hey, Ken, uh, I'm in the middle of giving to him here right now. And I was trying to give over your idea, but some re- for some reason it's not sticking. The idea about um, that David is not just doing this for himself, but he's doing this for uh, like modeling for the people and demonstrating to them um, uh, like the ideas in a way that's going to impact them So if you happen to get this message in the next half hour and you want to like state your idea then I'll play it in a cheer okay bye okay um, yeah okay um, so what I my the way I was trying to say Ken's idea is that um, actually you know what let me hold on to it and uh, apply it in a place where it might be clear okay which is later on first I want to give another Ken idea but not for... Um, I'll actually keep this out in case he uh, responds. Um, uh, this is a different shot of the face Pasuk, okay? or the, the face and heart Pasuk. Okay, so um, the Pasuk again says, L'cha amar libi bakshufanai. To you, my heart said, seek my, my, my countenance. So we learned that as David's panah, uh, panim. Okay, so look at the Metsudah's David. He says... As your agent, Hashem, my heart says, seek my face. And whose face is that? That's Hashem's face. Okay. And that's what I'm going to do. I will seek your face, Hashem. Okay. So what is So just plain shot and then we'll say the idea. So if you learn it as... um, this is the alternate reading. I'm just going to type it here. So, um, for, uh, for you, my heart said, um, uh, as your, uh, I, I said spokesperson, but then Ken said spokesheart. Okay. (laughs) Spokesheart. Um, uh, so my heart said, uh, seek my presence. And then he says, your presence, Hashem, do I seek. So if we say that that's the shot, then what is the idea or how does that fit in?
1: I mean, I just, like, this kind of sounds to me like, um, like, uh, like, uh, like, uh trying to get ideas. Yeah. Or, like, access ideas.
0: Yeah. And he's saying, listen to your heart. He's telling himself, listen to your heart, but his heart being the part of him that seeks Hashem, yeah. you know? So I think that fits in very nicely with uh, the Hashem is the fortress of my strength, where like, if he, you know, in order to not lose sight of his values, he has to listen to the part of himself that says you should seek Jesus Hashem and, and, and perfecting of yourself, you know? So it fits in really nicely also, okay? So Meiri wasn't the only one who got a good uh, good explanation of this, okay? I guess Matus came years after the Meiri, so centuries. Yeah, Ayala?
3: Do you think there's a way to, I don't know if this is a combination of the ideas, but saying that, like, David asking for his own self-perfection includes, like, the, like, publicly recognizing Hashem's name. Like, not that they're two separate ideas, but, like, your own personal perfection doesn't just mean that you are, like, your values are in line with it, but, like, your values are the ultimate values which Hashem created the world in, which is recognition of Hashem's name in the world.
0: Okay, so you know who says that? The Rambam in uh, the often overlooked definition of Avas Hashem, okay? So everyone looks for this in the, uh, ooh, Da'ad is down. That sounds bad, that Da'ad is down. Um, pretty, <laughs> um, uh, not a uh, So everyone looks at the uh, the definition of Avas Hashem in the Sodea Torah, right? Uh, but there is a different definition of Avas Hashem that he gives in uh, the Sefer Mitzvahs. Okay. So this is Mitzvah Gimel. Okay. I'm, I'm following your line of reasoning, Ayala, without knowing how it's going to end up. Okay. But, uh, but I think it's, uh, this is a support view. So in, uh, the definition of Ahavas Hashem in the Sefer Mitzvahs, he says, Mitzvah the third Mitzvah, uh, of al to say, This is the commandment about loving God. Who, namely, bonin, that we contemplate and uh, think about his mitzvos, his commandments, and his creations. This is the famous difference between the mitzvot, the, the, the saver mitzvos. He says you could get office Shem through learning Torah, but in the in the um, Mishnah Torah, he says you get it through science only. Okay. Um, uh, okay. and when we do this, we will achieve the highest level of enjoyment. Okay, the highest level of pleasure is, is through contemplating uh, Torah and, uh, and science. That's the ultimate uh, Ahava that is commanded. Okay, then he brings his raya's. Uh, it says you should love Hashem your God. How do I do that? the next passage says these words which I command you today will be on your heart which means that through contemplation of the divrei Torah you will arrive at Abbas Hashem okay Um, because obviously you can't love Hashem uh, oh sorry I, I skipped the through learning the divrei Hashem, you will come to recognize the one who created the world. Okay, so that's like that's the idea of Abba Hashem. Okay, I've explained to you that by contemplating this, you will get the apprehension of God and you will experience this enjoyment. And then you'll love God of necessity. Okay, here's the part where so, up until this point, this is what we call perfection. Highest level of perfection is is avashesham okay but then he adds ayalas point ukvar amrush mitzo koleles gankin shnachre as kobne adam la avodaso yisala ula emunabo that this that this um mitzvah also includes calling all human beings to serve god and to have emuna in him vfisha kasher at a ota when you love somebody to halalenu utashprenu bitkra ben adam le didu so then you will praise that person and uh and uh, and laud them and call people to their friendship uh that's why we have marshal or another marshal is if you love al you'll tell everyone how great it is it'll get everyone to use it okay um the ms so too if you love hashem in truth but in what you have grasped of your recognition of his reality then without doubt you will call all of the simpletons and idiots um, I don't know why he uses such strong language there uh, To the knowledge of the truth That you knew This is what it means in Sifri When it says Ahavehu um, al what does it mean to love Hashem? Make him beloved among people. like Avraham, your father, the souls that he made in Haran. Just like Avraham who loved God and calls him the one who loved God, uh, based on his knowledge, called people to believe in God out of the strength of his love, that's what you should do also. So that is what Ayala said, unifies the two frameworks, which is that, that if David really valued perfecting himself, he would want to convey that to people in a way that they could understand uh, and that could reach them. And that's going to involve, you know, um, uh, I want to say modeling, but like, like, Haro says Atomo, like showing the ideas via the way that he lives in a way that will affect them positively. Okay, good. Worked out. Good move. Okay. All right. Good. So that's support. I'll have to tell Ken. Okay. Okay. So now that's as far as we got last time. We're done with our review. (laughs) Okay. But as always with these reviews, we got it clear. Okay. Then he, oh, we did one more actually. Uh, don't hide your face. i'll talk i still don't understand this one very well do not hide your face from me don't be angry at your servant you were my help uh i'll teach don't abandon me and don't forsake me the god of my salvation okay so one of the questions we asked on this was why is he afraid that god's going to get angry at him right it doesn't sound like like David is one who's pro, who god is angry at Remember how the, answer you answered that? We read it quickly at the end. He says, "Anger is just hester panim." Sure. Okay, that that uh, he says, "Since I'm striving so much for to be in your presence, I'll toss me, don't hide your face from me. they will talk Don't turn away your servant in anger. Because God hiding his face is anger and wrath." Okay. Um, uh so and just think about this by the way, okay. What is going through David's actual head when he's saying to God, Don't hide your face from me? these
2: enemies
0: me, closer, closer, more. M- 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 yeah, um, that's the circumstances. But what's really going to determine whether the enemy is, uh
1: he like loses sight of his goals, so. exactly. In other words,
0: so when he asks Hashem, don't turn your face away from me, th- that bakasha itself. Is keeping him on track for being Lifne Hashem.
1: Right.
0: right? He's realizing that there's this tendency in me that I can lose track, I can lose sight of this, and then that would result in distancing himself from Hashem. And I'm asking Hashem to keep me close, which is the very act of asking keeps me close. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a good shot for something. I don't know if this is heresy. <laughs> but in uh and and we say this in um in the uh anenu for tsom, we say um term so before I speak then you have answered me sorry before i uh yeah thanks Can't ever quote to feel out of context
1: okay okay um,
2: <laughs>
0: yeah before we call out to you then answer us it will be that that before they call out to me i will answer while they are still speaking then i will hear okay so i always thought that that was reference to the fact either that god knows what we're going to ask right? That's why God can, you know, with human being, you can't do what I, um, uh, what I ask you for until I ask it, because you don't know what I'm going to ask for, right? Or it's referring to just the, the swiftness of God's response. But maybe this is the shot. End of story. Yeah. Oh, we got a message from Ken. Okay, hold on a second. Um, okay, but um, so maybe this is the shot. is that all real bakashos have their effect in the very act of formulating in your mind and asking. In other words, when David asks Hashem, don't hide from me. And in this case, at least he's saying, I don't want to be hidden from you. Like, I don't want my, my, uh, my values to lose sight of you. Like it is before he asks that itself is the response. I feel like we got to think I about think that I a little bit. I personally feel
2: you introduced it very well. Of, this is possibly great shot, but also my main
0: <laughs> Yeah, name. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ayala.
3: Can anger also mean like frustrated efforts in a sense that like Hashem like wants it to go, or I don't know if Hashem or like David and Hashem, I guess want it to go mm. so that David will use this to grow from it. But if he doesn't, then it's like frustrated efforts. Ah, like there was okay. an opportunity. Which
0: so I, I, I'll bring a ride for you from the, the puzzle itself. Okay. Um, it doesn't say don't get angry at me. It says don't turn away your servant in anger. Right. In other words, if his desires get frustrated, that's fine. That's part of his growth. Right. You know, but like, don't let that turn me aside unless you're saying something different.
3: I mean, I wasn't really saying that, but that makes sense too. Okay. So I, was what
0: you were saying, I'll ta-
3: I was saying that like Hashem's wait, can you translate it one more time?
0: Yeah. Um, I'll do not, uh, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn away in wrath, your servant. I gotta I, I put that over here. Do not turn away your servant in wrath. Yeah.
3: So I was saying that Hashem would turn David away in wrath because Hashem's like angry, so to speak, in this opportunity, which was then frustrated because David. This is if David didn't use it well, right? Like that's what this. Like uh, David doesn't use this for his perfection, which we okay. don't think is going to happen. Uh, that okay, a good
0: okay, shot I or no? Oh uh, no, that no, 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 could be a good shot. Yeah. So in other words, if I fail, he's saying they don't turn me away in wrath. That's how you're saying it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing, though, is that you. Can... Yeah. How would you answer that? I have my own answer. The is is uh, but wouldn't if he turn him fail, away in wrath?
2: Being, being attached to Yeah. Like, let's say he gets
0: caught up in his covet, or he gets caught up in like like lording it over the uh, enemies.
3: Well, maybe two things. Maybe one. That's why he's asking for Hashem not to let that happen. That like, for him to win, like, this is, like, if that doesn't happen, but also, even if it does, it doesn't mean that he's gone forever. Like, he could use that also, like, after the fact.
0: Okay, right. So, in other words, it's, like, giving a uh, multiple-tiered thing of, like, even though you got angry at me because I, I failed to use this for my perfection, don't turn me away entirely. Right? Like, there's still more opportunities for this. Okay, let's see what Ken says.
4: I think that was, that's basically the idea. Well oh, that's so quiet. But it was driven by the question of... Uh, Can you hear? That if the... If this parak is a declaration of, or declaration or demonstration of, uh, B'tachon to the people, then why should W. Melech also be dominating for success against his enemies? Shouldn't it be that, uh, he's like, on the one hand, he's saying, like, my enemies are all around me, but, and, uh, but it's okay because I'm, I've got my eyes on Shlima that's my, and no matter what, if I know that if I keep my eyes on that, you not develop. here. So okay, fine. So if that's the case, then why, why
0: would it if loses? Okay, it is a little quiet. All right, all right, fine. So I'll I'll have to listen to this later and uh and uh and and uh, send it or translate or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. Or that's another option. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah? yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Hold on, just a second here. Let's get this again. Okay. So let me just back up a
4: little bit. Saying like my enemies are around me, but and uh, but it's okay because I'm I've got my eyes on Shlemesad. That's my and no matter what, if I know that if I keep my eyes on that, I can continue to develop in Shlemesad. So if that's the case, then why why would it matter if he loses? Because and in fact, we know that sometimes uh, being in stressful situations can actually further the development of Shlemesad. So if that really is. His primary objective in his Malkus, then, um, then why is he also dominant for success? And so that's the answer: is is that uh, is that if the, the the audience is going to respond to the personality that's presenting this idea, it's going to it's going to um, impugn the, like the pathos
0: you, of, you the, said uh, ethos.
4: of the message. If you Later, were to on. be a loser in in battle, a, a unsuccessful king, if you were to um, if you were to be at one point, or if you were to lose in battle or, or uh, another thing that he diamonds for is that he points out that he was he was really successful and now he doesn't want to become unsuccessful. So that also would be like, it's one thing to, be, to just be unsuccessful and to be presenting a message. But if you go from being successful oh, be this is the next
0: point which I haven't said yet. Uh yeah. Yeah he says sorry Sleefos and the puppy together is wiping me out. Hope that yeah. helps though. Yeah. Okay. So so the, the, his his other his other support was uh and we asked this question last time I think what what's with the argument of as Rasi Hayisa, you were my help. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So so I think we said did we say that an answer? Yeah. yeah, yeah
1: said that. You said, yeah. yeah. So that, um, that, uh, just because God helped you in the past doesn't mean you have insurance for 50%.
0: Right. So then why is he pointing that out, though? Oh,
1: that you were?
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, it sounds like he's making an argument. He's saying, don't turn me away. You were my help.
1: Oh, he didn't say anything about like that. But I have an idea on that now. Okay, yeah. Um, that, like, it's going in line with all these, like, reassurances. Like, like, I have... Prevailed in the past. Yeah. Kind of yeah. You like, were my help. Is, like, I, yeah. I, I,
0: yeah. I was thinking that that also. In other words, there are people like, let's say, like, I don't know if I'd be capable of withstanding, uh, you know, keeping my values in line with this stuff, me personally. But Doug is saying I have passed tests like this before. So on that basis, then like, uh, I have reason to believe that I could do this again. Dally? Yeah.
4: So I guess it, for me, it depends on how you define wrath or anger. Yeah.
0: Wait, wait, you're you're answering the question about the, the this question or you're answering. The... Well, I'm like, okay, sure. but you both, yeah, yeah, okay.
4: How wrath or anger is kind of when someone or something fails to meet your expectations, yeah. So, when
2: David is saying that you were my help, he's saying um, that you were the one
4: putting me on the right path, yeah, and you follow those expectations. Without you, I wouldn't have been able to fulfill that goal or succeed in those expectations, okay.
0: So, so that fits in nicely with the next puzzle, okay, because the next puzzle is because my father and mother abandoned me but you gathered me in, right? What? Yeah, it's a hard one on its own but it is in line with what you're saying in the sense that um, that he's saying sorry, just start me off again, say what you said That
2: he is seeing it as a failed expectation Yeah. these were that Hashem was the one who brought upon the opportunity to fulfill the birth.
0: Okay, right, right
2: in so failing is in kind of almost being pushed towards an original destiny. Yeah. Is what you're trying to say. And that God being there is what actually leads
0: to the other path. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then I I also I thought I had this thing with the father and mother, but I don't really get it. Okay. I'm actually gonna skip that one for the, yeah. Oh I was just... if you have an idea then we'll do it. I but guess uh...
2: Like the father and mother to me they sound like uh like the source of like education. And like the traditional source of
0: like where people learn their yeah. is from like with, like lost to him, like their his role models are gone, but Hashem is gonna be his like yeah, so model for how to so decide. the he does say something like that that he says, um uh he uh when my father and mother abandoned me when I left their upbringing, right? Now, there's not talking about them dying or like like Abandoning him, but when I left their upbring, then you've continued, you've gathered me in and honored me until here, meaning that God kind of took over the developmental role uh that used to be from the parents. Yeah, I I still am so not. I don't think so. I think he just means him. the them them raising him. Because he didn't leave his father's derakhaim. Yeshai was one of the tadikim, right? Yeah. Uh I don't know anything about that his mother. Okay. Then he says, uh, now this is totally new territory. All right, now we're done with the review. <laughs> now, Teach me, Hashem, your way and guide me on the level path, um, on behalf or for the sake of my enemies. So this is where oh, you see Tamar's idea of that he's concerned about how the enemies are going to um, uh, see him. So let's check out the Me'iri. Teach me now also your way. Let me be in tranquility. So I can be free to be involved in your avoda. That's my argument to Ken, which was, you see, he wants to be in tranquility and to be at peace so he can be involved in God's avoda. Like, he doesn't want these tribulations. I need help with this on account of the burdens that my, the distractions that my enemies distract me with. So just take a moment to appreciate how this Bakasha here, okay? If you were asking God to defeat your enemies and you were giving a reason, right? What would you say? You'd say, God, defeat my enemies so that they don't attack me, right? So that they don't defeat me. What is he saying? So they don't distract me from being involved in perfection. These are not see most people frame enemies in ego terms right that that they're victimizing me or they're going to beat me you know he's saying these are basically like flies that are distracting me you know and as long as he's keeping them in that framework then he's staying with his uh with his values yeah
2: and i mean i don't know if he's saying this clearly, but you also some phrases as like he's he's kind of putting it on stem stake now like like,
0: I'm a person who's striving for the right thing. Like, yeah. Why would you have people go and... Right. Yeah, 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 thing? yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's a that's a good, good way to put it. I mean, he does say Israel key. Okay, Uven nefesh, Okay, but then he switches abruptly. Uven nefesh, Where is it? Uven Nefesh... Uh, Do not give me over to the will of my tormentors uh, when false witnesses rise up against me who breathe violence. I forgot to say that last time. Who breathe violence. Um... All right, so what does this mean? Miri says, "All that's how you go on. says, says, Uv'nefreshtarai pirushu birtzonamu v'tawazamu Okay, fine. Ki, Kamu v'iedesheker rotolomar sh'mi'idi malay sheker. These guys testify falsely against me. Klomar saying she'ani rasha'u balaveros. Okay, he's saying that I'm a Russian balaveros. V'ife'a hamas, and they breathe violence. Klomar sh'madavrim bi dibur hamas. They speak violently against me. Now, why should he care that these people speak lies against him? Maybe he's
2: worried about how his people
0: view him. Right. So that's, that's, that's the strongest ride for Ken also, is that Dovey shouldn't care if people call him a ball of arrows. He knows he's not a ball of arrows, right? But it's going to affect his malhus, and he's not going to be able to um, to, uh, to demonstrate what a person who trusts in God looks like and how, you know, and how like that whole lifestyle works out of people like are slandering him. Oh, I forgot to make the point that Ken was ending with, which I interrupted. Um, Ken wanted to say about the uh, you were the God of my salvation. If you are a nobody and God helps you, then that only looks good. But if God helped you in the past and then he ab- and then he abandons you, that looks really bad. Okay. And it makes people think that you trust if you trust in God, then you're going to be let down. Now, from David's perspective, let's say God helped him, right? God made him king. And let's say he now is falling prey to his enemies. So from the personal D framework, he can use that to his advantage and perfect himself, blah, blah, blah. But in terms of in the eyes of the people, it's going to look really bad. So that's why he wants that's that's what Ken wants to say. He's making the argument, you were my help, so please continue to help me, you know, and I can't rely on my parents anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just
2: in terms of people who lie about, about you, also. Yeah, Play the other side like, um, people lying about you tend to cause other people to create more distractions for you.
0: That's also true. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it dredges up a lot more uh, uh, fires they have to put out. Yeah, I use I metaphors there. Okay, um, all right, last two, were it not for my belief to see the good of Hashem in the land of the living. Okay, so let's look at, we're going to look at two interpretations, the Me'iri and the Metzodos. Me'iri says, the uh, sh- Lule, So if, if I can never get the double negatives, were it not for the fact that I didn't care about their words? Yeah, were are not for the fact that I didn't care about their words? Meaning if I cared about their words, the Al Afti No, no, I gotta read this through. Shelo chashti. I also don't know if this is a green light or a red light. Vlule shelo chashti l'divraham. The al af divraham b'takti b'kelius ala. No, I think this is a red light. Shelo chashti l'divraham. I did not pay attention to their words. The al afti divraham and despite their words b'takti b'kelius ala. I trusted in God. The hamati lirus b'tuv Hashem beretz chaim. Rosh almor alam haba kavar. No, no, ashtiv and and then I would have already been lost. Okay, so in other words, he's he's recognizing that like, so on the one hand he's saying I did not buy into their words, I didn't let them let them get to me, and I trusted in God, but he's saying if it weren't for the fact that I believed in seeing olam haba, then I would have been lost. So what's the idea there? I'll start you off. Okay, the way Ken said is, is, is you see from here that. Uh, rests on a foundation of emuna in the soul, right? Because that's what he's saying yeah, yeah. the uh, trusting in the, in in the in Olam Haba is that his soul is the real him, and then that's going to go on to Olam Haba. Well,
1: that uh, I mean, everything that he's spoken about is contingent on that fact, mm-hmm. it's contingent on the reality of a full, um, right. In which he is working to perfect the thing that he is Exactly. Doing, that will live on, that is right.
0: Right, because if the only thing you believed in was your physical, like, this world existence, then your enemies, like, harming you does actually harm you, you know? But it's because the soul is not, because the body is not the real you, and the thing, and it's something that you can use to perfect yourself, and the soul is the real you, if he didn't believe in that, then he would have been
4: totally lost. Yeah. Okay. Even without that, like, I don't know if this is valid, even without that, even if you didn't have that belief, I mean, you could still be working to prevent yourself in this world.
0: Uh, so, so I, I, the one who's going to support that, I think maybe is the Mitsudas, um, David. Okay. So here's how he takes it. Lule. So he's the, uh, he's learning Eretz is as Olam Haba. By the way, I have a side point for when this year is over about gehenom but I just want to make sure we finish this year. Um, uh, so Mitsuh's David says, Lule, they they almost destroyed me. They the enemies almost destroyed me. Okay, so he's saying, if it weren't for the fact that I had Emuna in the Dvarashem that I would see good in this world. That's like Mishleic benefits, yeah, you know? Right. Um, so, um, so that's what you're saying, right? Is that like, really like, you know, there is such a thing as perfection of decision-making and like keeping your composure and all this other stuff, like in this world, you know? Um, and, uh, and maybe that could sustain them also. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how to define that macho locus, but it is two different approaches to this. Yeah. Okay, let's just do, let's, let, yeah.
1: It yeah, almost seeing, like, according to Mitsuda, so I like, can have to relearn the puzzle in like a different way. Meaning, it seems, like, it seems like this is like the, this is the like the whole offshot of the whole of the whole thing. Yeah. Is like, is like ending in this ellipsis, basically. Um, so like, if he's learning that. Like, we
0: have one more puzzle, though. Yeah. 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 We do,
1: we do. We yeah. After, like, it seems I don't know, Okay,
0: I don't it's know, an afterthought, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It seems like it's like a closing remark. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So, so maybe this is a good child. This passive is the greatest expression of how precarious the situation is. Right. In other words, he's acknowledging that like the only thing keeping me from being destroyed is my imuna in the fact that I have a eternal soul that can exist. I'm going with me that can exist in olam Haba and that that's what I'm perfecting and that that's what really matters. Right. Right. So if I lose that, then I'm, I'm I'm toast. Mm -hmm. Is that beeping something that needs to be taken care of, or? Oh,
1: the toaster.
0: Oh, Okay. Um, I mean, I, I I don't care, but uh, yeah. You know, I was just wondering if it's like a fire alarm or something. Then, okay, yeah.
1: The fire alarm.
0: Oh, yeah. I would hope so.
1: It's not um, the old issue. It's not what? Not the old issue. You couldn't really tell, right?
0: Uh, you couldn't tell. No, it was the opposite. Is that when one smoke alarm went off, all the smoke alarms would go off? Oh. Right? Yeah. I feel like I brought that up in cheer recently. Yes. I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. With the guilt. It, oh, wrong on Shira. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. Last pasuk um, is Kaveh al Hashem chazak ha al Hashem. Hope to Hashem, be strong and strength, and He will strengthen your heart. Hope to Hashem. Okay. So the Meiri says on this. Where's the Meiri? of Amra connected ultimo and he says to himself yeah, yeah. okay this is the self talk dereche ara by way of insight of uh, of like pointa kavelasham khazakh khazakh okay the Azhu who is all the the bag and then god will strengthen your heart he he's saying them was you got to be strong and then Hashem will strengthen your heart khazakh amra kavelasham lkhizuk divarav bahvlah bahflagus be fun of itivaso um and uh um uh, hope to Hashem." uh that he says to strengthen his words in the excessive amount of bitachan and Tikva. So this is a big part of telling him is that there is this thing of like, um, self-talk that you have to actually like talk to yourself and, and remind yourself of these values. And we say it every day in the paragraph, after after, uh, ha- hallelu, hallelu, uh, hallelu Hashem. praise Hashem oh my soul, you know? Um, and, uh, and, and the thing is, it's like, it's very easy to get discouraged when the enemies are encroaching upon you and like you're you're like gonna be losing hope, okay? Uh, you have to tell yourself to be strong. And then if you do that, then God will strengthen you, right? One more point before I go on you. So, okay, don't look at him right now. But the Mitsudis David, uh, and I don't know how well you know the Mitsubishi David. What would the Mitsudis David say about the double the double instance of Kvail Hashem? There's a favorite phrase of Mitsudis David. What's the key? Yeah? What do you say? You can say it in English. No, close though. His favorite phrase is "Kafel Hadavar Bemila Shonos." He repeats the same thing in different words. Okay, or he repeats it again for for emphasis. Okay, right? That's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he loves phrases like that. Here, was Matzus David? Say? He says, uh, "Bottom right." Bottom right. Thank you. "V'amarti um, el nafshi," I said to my soul, "Kaveh Hashem v'chazak." Uh, and be strong in this. The uh, merit of the Imuna will stand by me. He's repeating it to indicate um, frequency that you have to do it constantly. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. See what you're gonna say that. yeah. yeah so I was going to add two points on that. One yeah. is that, is that like, it's like, I like, don't think
1: that. Don't think that um, after you you uh, what was it called? You, or after you hope to God and He like strengthens you, that like it's over. Yeah, right. That like you have to continuously keep doing, so keep going back and, and asking. Yeah. But also, like as an aside on that point, like don't think that um, like I mean, as to why you need to keep doing that, aside from like the way that like things work in your mind. Yeah. On um, like constant refreshers, but also that. It's easy to say that I asked God for something, I got it, and like now that's me. I'm like now like right, I got myself here. Oof, and yeah, like, uh, and that like now I can forget about God. And that's
0: a bad mistake, right? So there's this uh, fantasy that that manifests itself in many different ways, which I call the autopilot fantasy, which is this fantasy that I'm going to get to a certain level of learning perfection, like me whatever, and then I can just coast. Like it'll just I'll reach it. And then like like Ken said, like achievement unlocked, you know, and then like you, you can just go. No, it's going to be a, a a challenge at every single point, And you have to constantly be like like reminding yourself about this and, 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 and like talking to yourself to like uh, strengthen yourself, you know. Um, so one question we got we got to answer is what's the deal with saying this during this time of year? And then I, I posted this in the chat, in my chat, but I didn't read it. So this is from a friend of mine, uh, Nate Light, who's tracked down the minhag to say this during this time. So he says, the earliest record- recorded source for this custom is found in the book Shem Tov Katan by Rabbi Binyamin Benish Cohen, published in the early 1700s. Some argue that the custom, it's time of the custom to recite this during Elul through Shemitah Saris. Some argue that the custom may have begun be, be, begun earlier based on a story about the Baal Shem Tov and the Savior Nezer Kodesh, Minhage Bes Ropshitz. However, there's no conclusive evidence to support this claim. And then he says basically there's a story where the Baal Shem Tov mentioned that like um, he heard about this Minhag. Okay, so the point though is that the Minhag is not an old Minhag, right? It's a very new Minhag, right? Now that doesn't mean it's not good. So the question is, how can this be appropriate to say during the, the, this time period? We're definitely getting the QM in the KPL government, saying it twice a day for 40 days, or uh, for 58 days, 53 days, 54. Day. From gosh through 30 plus, plus 23. 20. Whatever, I can't do the math. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this
2: is kind of like trashy, but. Like just how like David was able, in the face of like difficult things, he was able to keep his focus on yeah. like, what the actual like point of life is, like you know perfection. So to we will like against our like you know our desires and stuff, we're, we should be able to like.
0: So why at this time?
2: Why at this time? Because yeah. well now we need to we need to have we want to reroute ourselves and like you know have them be like you know focused on perfection. Right. Yeah. We can do it
0: Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that the procedure of the um uh and shofros and yom of Rosh Hashanah, progressing to the associate mate shuva. Into Yom of uh, Tahara L'iten Nehashem, into the Simcha L'iten Hashem, all of that really requires a keeping in mind the Achash uh, Shalati Mei Hashem Osah and like really keeping those values in mind. First, in service of Tshuva, but then in service of the fact that that's really the only source of Simcha that like we have. That's like the the highest source of Simcha is is being involved in. In, in these values, yeah. Yeah,
1: also, it's like, an ideal time of year because, like, I mean, both historically, the agricultural like, thing, the whole circus. That's also about, true. But also because big like, threat, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also because um, it's also like Rosh Hashanah. So it's a good time, it's a good, like, um, like um, reassessment point.
0: Right, right. And, and and I think, again, especially because of the way that Rosh Hashanah was uh, commercialized is the wrong word, but Yom HaDin became much larger than uh, Hazal and the Torah wanted, right? Like, uh, in terms of in the tefilos and stuff, and you know the unusana toke, you know, really we should be focusing on maklis mikros and shofros, and uh, I think this can help with that because this is really talking about not the judgment that you're going to get. The ju- talking about the judgment you're going to get is going to preoccupy you with your physical scenario situation, which is fine if you're David and you're using your physical situation for perfection. But if you're just caring about like how much money you get in the year and like you know physical stuff, that's that's really not the place to be in to get a good din, you know. Yeah.
3: Also, the idea that you quote a lot about Mavirin Roa HaKazira, of like, this is, like, oh, that's good when point. we do daven on Rosh Hashanah yeah. for good stuff, it's not for, like, the physical good stuff, but it's for us to use it.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. The Mavirin Roa HaKazira, I think this is the point you're making, uh, that the article translates as remove the evil decree, I think. The the it's theory. the evil of the decree, right, 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 yeah. I don't know if actually our school does that, but I think that's how people think of it, you know? Uh, and it's really, you know, all the decrees that, you can't control what decrees are given in terms of uh, the world, right? But you can relate to it in a way that is not evil, you know, that you're using it for the good. Um, okay, that's the end of this. I mean, there's still more, and I really do want to wrap it up with the, the questions. All right, let's just do it the, what, so, so what's the takeaway? Like, what should you be thinking of when you read this? And when should you read it?
1: Always read it. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, you could always read it. I
1: would say like priorities. Um, yeah. And like um, I, I guess ideals. Yeah. Like what you are slash should be uh, striving for in your life.
0: Yeah, like I think when that is threatened, like when you have a big. Let's say when you get a big, uh, when you get fired from a job, when you get a big promotion, oh, yeah. when you are wor- stressing out about like a, a a test, you know, or like what, like all of these things which can take you away from focusing on on this acha Sha'alti. and you have to like model yourself after David, and like remember that everything that happens to you. Whether you get like the the promotion you want or not, you have to utilize it for the sake of being able to perfect yourself, and then you're going to be in on you know in a penasim of akesh. Uh, you know, uh, they won't be in good standing. But like if not, then you're you're toast. You know, yeah, yeah, it's tall order, but uh, but yeah, at least we're seeing it. Okay. Um, yeah, if, if, if you want to leave, you can leave. But there's one more point about Gehenna. Okay, fine. So this is a side point.
1: How uh,
0: long is it? Like five minutes, maybe. Unless Orin has questions. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so you'll notice that we said Eretz Chaim, according to the Meiri, is the land of the living, which is Olam Haba, okay? So the Miri says this, but the Radak says it better. Okay, you're right. So the Radak says a new Gimel. Uh, so the Eretz Chaim, oh, so Vasev Eretz Chaim. The Karl Olam Haba Eretz so it calls Olam Haba Eretz Chaim, the Ava Pisha Ain La Neshama Makom, even the Neshama does not have a Makom. Now, the Radak is a Maimonidean, quote unquote. He holds by the Ramam's view of Olam Haba, which is that it's not physical. So he can't say that, you know, the Ramban can say that Olam Haba is Gan Eden on earth, right? But Ramam can't say that and neither can the Radak, Okay. So so he says, like this, Vakarla Olam Haba Eretz Chaim, V'alpha in Lensham Makum, V'koshkain Aretz. Certainly, there's no Eretz of Olam Haba. Ela Lephiya Tuv Ha Olam Haba Lagan Eden. Since the goodness of Olam Haba is compared to Gan Aden, Shumakum Baaret, which is a place on earth, okay, Lahavin Hashomim Derrick Mashal, is to make it understandable to listeners by way of Mashal. So, in other words, like this. I don't know what that is. Um, in other words, um, Olam Haba is a really good place, oh, sorry, Olam Haba is a really good state of existence, okay? Gan Eden is a really good place on earth. So we call Olam Haba Gan Eden because we want to associate it with a real physical place, okay, but Olam Haba is not actually physical, okay? So to Gehenum. okay? Ramam holds that there's no such thing as Gehenum as like a, a place where the souls go to be purified. Okay, so check out this now. Ramam holds gehenom is a name for the process of the, 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 the Rishayim being judged, like an ownership that they get. Okay. So he says the, the, the judgment of the Rashaim is called Gehennam. Anyone know where gehenom actually was? Yeah. You're Right. Anyone been there? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can go there. Right. What? The Valley of Hinom, Right. So Vehu makom ba'aret. It was a place in uh, in, in Eretz Yisrael, close to Yerushalayim. Vehu makom nimas. It was a disgusting place. U'mashlichim sham hatameus v'hanavelos, and they would throw like the Tame and nevela the things there. V'ha'yasham ish tamei l'srof hatameus v'atamlos, and there was a constant fire burning there for them to throw the uh, the uh, these like carcasses and stuff. La'fikach um, therefore Nikra al mashal mishpat arushayim gehenom. Therefore. Uh, the punishment of the Rishaim is called by way of Mashal Gehennom. Okay, of Nicros Karat Tzadikim Shu Makom shubach Ba'aretz, which is a good place on Earth. Vehu uh, nikra Eretz Chaim, that's why it's called the land of the living. Kikasher Gorish Adam Mishan Allah of Misa, because once Adam was kicked out of there, then he got the Kanasa of Misa, the worst Kanasa in the world. Okay, so the, the the point is like this: is that if you hold that Gehennom is a real place. So then they call it, then it's, it's that place is called Gehennam. But if you hold that Gehennam is a name for the punishment of the Rishayim, why do we call it Gehennam? Because we're analogizing it to an actual physical place, which was a very, very like bad place to be, you know? So so that's why he's, he, so when, uh, the Ramam and the Radak would say when Hazal talked about Gehenum, they really just are describing the punishment of the Rishayim, which is painful and bad, Painful and bad, but they're using the name of a physical place that's associated with pain and badness in order to depict it. But it doesn't mean that Gehenna is a place. Yeah.
1: Oh, I was going to ask: Is there anyone who like cross this idea of the Baradak that, like Gehenna was a place with like burning the veils?
0: Um, I mean, there are a lot of people. I think everyone holds that like the name Gehenna is you know related to. I don't know what you're asking. I mean, like, is there? It, are there other places that I can
1: look where
0: I can find this uh, description of a place called Gehenna? Oh yeah, yeah, Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a place. It's in Tanakh, also. Oh. Yeah, it's in the it's in the Psukim. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But, the, but again, the Ramban would tell you, yeah, that's not the real Gehenna. Right. You know, there's a real Gehenna. That's, that's yeah, that's like the earthly Gehenna. Yeah. Okay, that was a side point. All right, have a good night. And oh, um. So no shear Tuesday, and uh, Thursday we'll have to decide what to do because we only have – oh, sorry, what did I say? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, we're not using last year's schedule. Next week, this is Wednesday. So Wednesday is Songdalia. and the uh, fast would be over by now, yeah. Right. Okay, so theoretically we can have shear, and then we would also have another day of the week. No, we wouldn't have – no, it. no they, yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll have to decide what to do. All right, to be to be uh, announced. Okay. Have oh, a good night.
3: Thank yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you.